Belushi? No. You're a dragon. Be a dragon. This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because girls don't play girls games. Don't play games. Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into their prime to be the role models, dreams and voices. Are you ready for this? Welcome to Geek Hearing, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk the good and the bad parts of being a chick in a male-dominated environment. Hi, my name is Monica and with me today is my lovely, amazing, glorious, new headphone uh, co-host Amanda. Sorry, I ran out of words again. <laughs> it's okay. I do have new headphones. They're, They're so green. fancy. My, and I also have a new webcam that keeps going in and out of focus, so I'm really sorry. That it's like you're talking to me and then all of a sudden I'm blurry. But at least the podcast listeners won't have that problem. That's true. I, sometimes now I try to get a new spin on the intro, but I, it feels so wrong. <laughs> yeah. And it all Just, and, and it, I hear myself, it sounds totally wrong, but whatever. You gotta do what you gotta do, man. Yeah, I'm... Uh, whatevs. But you heard something. If you are very... Damn it, words. <laughs> if you have very good hearing. Yes, thank you. Jeez. You're very astute. Yes. You heard that we have something, someone. Something. Are you calling our no. guest a thing? <laughs> Jeez, this goes already goes terribly <laughs> wrong. <laughs> we have a guest on, is what I'm saying. Or Yay! trying to say. <laughs> Jesus. Hi, Syl! Welcome Hello. <laughs> to the crazy town, obviously, more than ever today. <laughs> it's fine, it's Sunday, and if you would have said thing, I would have referred to my, um, my uh, what is it, the, um, the cooling system in my computer, that's fine, because everyone can hear that. <laughs> I think the whole, uh, whole of England can hear that, so... No... It's not too bad. <laughs> no, it's not too bad. Nothing. It's not as bad as it was during soundcheck, actually. It's like, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> yeah, well, give it time. <laughs> give it time. <laughs> it's nothing that a little noise reduction can't solve, or so I hope. <laughs> yeah, <fingers laughs> But it will be fine. You, you did buy that fancy software, so. I did buy it. You made me buy it, and you <laughs> didn't. So I have it now. And you told me not to. <laughs> I told you not to. You told me I should buy it. <laughs> yeah, I said you could buy it. I mean, it was just nine euros or dollars or something, so I'm not going to die from that. Anyway, <laughs> our listeners, if you've been listening from the start, you probably recognize not only the voice, but obviously also the name, because Seal has already been one of our amazing guest experts when we talked about the glorious ladies of Warcraft. Feels like a, like ages ago now. Yeah, yeah it was... Almost a year, because we it are, it was wow. October, September, October, it was a very that, long wow. time ago. That, oh my god, be a phase already out for over a year. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's so crazy how fast this um, almost year has gone. I know. We were also like the third or fourth episode almost, so it was Our like really, one. really early on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Ah, time flies. I know, and we're so excited to have you back on today, Sil, not as a guest expert, but as our interview. I would never say I'm an expert in anything, so. <laughs> you were a pretty good guest expert for Warcraft, though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I learned so many things. I mean, I don't remember them now. It's a year ago. I don't remember <laughs> what I did yesterday. So, <laughs> But I remember I was very, I didn't say much, so that means a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm always quiet when I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> so, Syl, introduce yourself for our guests. Sure. So, I'm Syl. I'm a 30, late 30-something uh, geek, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, and I'm originally uh, from Holland, as you can't tell from the funny accent. But I've, I've been living in the UK now for the last 10 years. Yeah, I think this is 10 years now. And uh, I love World of Warcraft. And other games, but mostly World of Warcraft. 
<laughs> it's a good game to love. Yeah, and, and I uh, podcast a bit, and that's re- apparently now also YouTubes that I, I have <laughs> said in my drunken stupor that I'm going to do. So um, that will be something to uh, to achieve. That'll be exciting. <laughs> What's the name of your podcast still? It's Whispers of War. It's a good name. Also, uh, you didn't start way earlier than we did, did you? Um, I... <sighs> I don't one. think with this one, not with yeah. this one. <laughs> I um I, I have a little bit of a background in podcasting. I back in the day, and I can't really remember how long ago it's been now, I started a podcast called Girls Gone Wow. Um I wanted to do something and I did that with um if I remember correct, it was Fasha and Valen and Co- or Colette back in the day. Then we had change of hosts because some people dip in and out of the game. So we got a change of hosts. And I think after a year or three, I think it was three years, I just wasn't in love with the game anymore. And, you know, you, you notice that then at a certain point, you just can't talk much about it. Mm. So I, I just went like, okay, I have to, I didn't want the podcast to die with me. Because I was far too too happy with where it was. So um, the lovely EJ and Raven just took over and they've made it into what it is today, uh, which is great. Uh, it's still going. I think they're, I don't know what episode they're on. They're on 300 something, probably, Ooh. if not more. <laughs> so nice. yeah, they've, they've done amazing. And then the podcasting bug bit me again and I started Battle Chat. And that's where I met um, the lovely Tom and Marty. Uh, and started talking to them a little bit. Then I quit the whole Blizzard side again. And then I got asked by Taliesin and Evertel to, to come back to the podcasting world. And you don't say no to Taliesin and Evertel, so... <laughs> 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 so I just thought, well, <laughs> have to, have I didn't to. realize that Taliesin and Evertel asked you to come back to podcasting. How did that <laughs> conversation go? Um, It was... More like a tweet I got saying, so when are you going to create a podcast again? When are you going back to podcasting? And I thought, kind of have to now. <laughs> so <laughs> Pretty much. I like yeah. that kind of outside pressure. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I just thought, you know what, let's just do it. And, uh, yeah, actually, I- I'm really surprised with how how it got picked up again and how much I'm enjoying it because I, I do have a tendency to go, okay, you know what? No, I'm too busy now. I can't. Uh, and despite all the things that have happened this year, I'm really surprised that I'm still like so full on into it because it, 2019 has been a bit of a shitty year for me personally, but it's, yeah, I'm really, really surprised with, um, with how for me, it feels really successful because I've just had so many amazing guests and I'm, you know, I would be lying if I said that I wouldn't be happy with the download numbers. I am. Um, <laughs> so it's just really nice to see that growth and, and just seeing that people give you feedback and you get comments. And yeah, I think that's really, really nice and um, makes you feel like you're you're not just doing it just for yourself. So that's really it. But yeah, I'm, I'm really happy with that. I'm, I'm enjoying it still, even almost that's after good. a year. <laughs> That's what you want. That's what the podcasting game is all about. Like, there's no point in doing them if you don't enjoy them. No, exactly. And I know it sounds a bit bad for saying when people say, oh, no, I just do it for myself. I know, I know. But you're there to say something. So you, you're not just talking to yourself. You want to have people to, to listen to what you have to say. So to ref- see that reflected in, in people commenting on you and, and, you know, going, oh, I really enjoyed your episode or I'm really... Um, I, I found you via, 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 and I really enjoyed this episode. That's really nice hearing that because you know that you're doing something that people are enjoying mm. and that, you know, people don't hate your voice, <laughs> even though as a podcaster, <laughs> I hate my voice. I'm very sorry for everyone who has seen my voice, but whatever. I think every podcaster has that, that no one really likes to listen to their own voice. I'm sure that a lot of YouTubers go, I don't want to see my own voice in the editing parts yeah. at all, or my face, or, you know, no one wants that, but it's it's part of it. And you always see yourself differently than what, because of how your head vibrates when you talk. <laughs> Someone yep. said that to me, that it vibrates differently. That's why you hear yourself totally differently also. So it's just strange to hear yourself the way others hear you because you're not used to it 
No, exactly. Because when you listen back to things, you're like, do I really sound like that? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I'm sometimes surprised how smart we sound. But <laughs> I mean, not going to say that it's always the case, but sometimes I'm like, wow, we said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like when that happens. It's like, yeah. oh. That's a good thing. You surprise yourself then. (laughs) Like reading my old university papers. I'm like, wow, I was so smart. (laughs) What happened? (laughs) (laughs) Asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. But you do the podcast. um, You're the only host, right? Yeah. 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 I am. Like I said, I've done the the co-host thing, which is great. Mm hmm. But for me, I'm very much ad hoc. I want to do it whenever. So I don't stick to times. And, and I have a... Um, so it's, it's basically the concept is me just talking about my, my uh, shenanigans in WoW. Then I have a bit that is with a guest um, mm-hmm. who I interview just to get their point of view of their topic and just talk about World of Warcraft. And I record that whenever. So yeah. <laughs> I, I do that whenever they have time. Because, you know, time zones. That's the big struggle, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I do my outro bit where I just talk about everyone who said something on Twitter or, or any of the social media. And that's really it. So I try to do all my bits on the Sunday. And that's really it. Uh, but it makes it just easier. If, if You know, if I have a sleepless night and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do it on Saturday, on Sunday night. I can just do that. Mm. But you do miss a little bit of that back and forth uh, yeah. banter that you can get with a co-host. Because um, I do think it's more interesting sometimes to talk to a co-host. I, I, I will be the first to admit that. But I think for for how I do things at the moment, if I want that banter, I need a guest. That's just <laughs> how I do it. <laughs> it's yeah. fair. Or, you know, Marty comes on for like 18 episodes and, and that works as well. <laughs> he is... Turning into a little frazzly, I think. He just always <laughs> wants to be on all the shows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I can see it. I think frazzly has a uh, an influence on everyone now. <laughs> yes, I think so. I've never known a person have as many podcasts as that guy. <laughs> it was. I was looking for the thist one the other day, just to... Because Amanda and Tom said I really have to listen to it before we have the show. And I'm like... What, what episode, what podcast was this on again? <laughs> it took me a while to find it then, but I mean, I did find it in the end. But yeah, this guy does definitely have a lot of podcasts. All amazing though, so no judgment yeah. here. So it's just a good, it's praise that sounded wrong, but it's really just praise actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. I think uh, you can see it with everyone on the, on the DPS. Everyone works really hard and it's just really nice. It's a very warm nest. It is. It's a nice nest, and I'm glad that it's building and growing and all the fun stuff is happening. So, Sil, we previously have already gone through our rapid-fire questions with you. <laughs> so, I don't think that we need to fire them all at you again, but I will ask you the last one. Mm-hmm. What are your current geeky pastimes? Ooh, um, reading. I read a lot of books, uh, a lot of fantasy, a lot of... Not really science fiction anymore, more like uh, young adult science fiction or fantasy. That's, that's where my, because it's an easy read, I quite like those kind of books. Uh, so that really, um, I guess watching a lot of YouTubes uh, falls under that as well. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Podcasting, of course, and playing games. It's all about the games for me. I, I have too many games in my Steam library to ever do something with because I'm always playing Warcraft. Uh, <laughs> but that is so real. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, there's a sale. Okay, I'll buy that. Yeah, that's great for a pound. And I'm like, this is never going to get played or I'm just going to play it for like five minutes. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what's happening in Warcraft now. <laughs> and, that's, and that's just what's... Yeah, it's it's a sad state of affairs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel that feel that really intimately (laughs) (laughs) especially in your wallet i I don't even want to know how much it has cost me just not to play these games well but you have them well it's true i have to i mean you know at the moment i'm in a bit of a lull before classic comes out so i know that i'll probably be jumping into a few other games i mean my favorite that's out there is always alien isolation because i love it (laughs) 
<laughs> so I just I just looked at the tw- uh, your Twitch account before we came here, and I'm like, <laughs> what is she streaming about? Ah, oh, the, I, then I remembered that you praised Alien so hard in the first episode. I'm like, ah, now I remember. Yeah, <laughs> I still love it, and I've heard that they're going to make a second one for uh, for it. So I'm just like, oh, I can't wait. I need to play That's that. Exciting. There was an yeah. alien game out. Oh man, I feel a bit Dumbo-like, but whatever. <laughs> so there was a game out as well for Alien. Yeah, yeah. A- alien Isolation is that one. Um, you basically play as Ripley's daughter, who is trying to find out what happened to her mother. Um, you know, when she gets shot out of the... This is not like a spoiler, because this movie is old. But, <laughs> you know, she gets shot out of the, the pods or something, and she's just there, like, floating in space forever um, with the cat. That's very important. The cat is there as well. And so you're playing the daughter in between, who is now an adult, and trying to find out what happened to her mother. And that uh-huh. that station is basically overrun by an alien. Uh, and it's... <sighs> I, I just love it because it's very scary at times. You can also, apparently, I've never done this because it makes for a really crap streaming. You can also play it that it reacts to your microphone. So if you breathe too loud or if you yelp or anything, it will hear you, the AI. Oh and I'm gosh. like, that, no, let's not because no. I, I wouldn't be able to say anything on stream. <laughs> Jeez. No, that would be terrifying. Yeah. But it's, you know, there have been times, like, I know most of the game now by heart, but there are always parts, because you don't know how the AI reacts, that have scared me shit us. Just the thought of it makes me a bit nervous, I have to say. I was really good with horror movies when I was around 15, but that's 20 years ago. So <laughs> I'm like, I can't do this shit anymore. I just, <laughs> I don't know when it happened, but that, that, got taken from me so i'm like just <laughs> thinking about doing this and breathing in the microphone and and then something hopping out and following me jesus christ <laughs> oh, yeah no thank you yeah it's it's one of those games that will really like mess with you because you really have to listen to to see do i hear anything and then especially if you have to crawl through a vent <laughs> i'm just like Oh, please, I, d- I hear something behind me. Please don't let it be anything <sighs> like that. <laughs> so you're trying your best. And then, of course, you know, because I'm, I'm a, a masochist, my Twitch emotes, my, my sound alarms, when someone subs or anything like that, are like the sounds of the game. So you hear the alien scream or anything like Jeez. that. And I once almost wet myself. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. That was my own fault, but those kind oh, of... You're you know, for torture. I do, and I just love this game, because, I don't know, it's it's just something that pulls you in so much. If you love the Alien films, that is the game that you need to play, as scary as it is. Would you say it was... How long is this, this has this game been out, and would you say this was a general popular game? Because I've I think it was... It came out ooh, five, six years ago, I think. Okay. Something like that. And it was reasonably popular and it got a, a big following, but then it died down again. And I think it became popular again a, f- a year or two ago when I think one of the big streamers played it. Oh, okay. But it's one of those things that I think that during Halloween time, you need to play your scary games. <laughs> we'll just let you do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just keep think- me company in chat. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. Yeah. I'll I'll happily like watch people play a scary game, but I'm not really down for playing them myself. I'm not sure if I could handle it well. Not in the room, at least. <laughs> on stream, I guess I would be able to take it, but in the room. I'll tell you one thing that was really funny when I was um, streaming it. My um, in the game, the alien has a longer tail than in the movies and that that's a very geeky, geeky <laughs> thing and fact. it's it's a random fact but the thing is they did that in the game so you can see if it's still around because you will see a tail just flicking about and you're like it's there it's somewhere there so it's a bit of a a, a telltale sign <laughs> basically um my cat is black <laughs> and she decided <laughs> much to like she freaked out my viewers because she jumped on my gaming chair but all people saw was this black tail <laughs> near my neck 
I mean, that couldn't have been any better, couldn't it? <laughs> and it was perfect. It was so creepy. You can't stage it if you wanted to. <laughs> then it's just happening. Yeah, exactly. So she makes her appearance now and again. <laughs> That's what pets are good for. Exactly. Nothing mm. else, obviously. Just their occasional well, no, yeah. on camera. <laughs> I can subscribe to that. <laughs> Nothing else. <sighs> cool. So, well, I think we'll all have to check out Alien Invasion, but only while you're playing it. Um, yes. Yeah. So what are we talking about today? Um, well, because it's me, I, I'm sorry, but it will have to be a bit about World of Warcraft. <laughs> but I was thinking because of the drunken tweet, maybe we could also talk about the roleplay aspect. I am super done with that. Um, recently, as in like yesterday... Me mm-hmm. and Tom and Marty just rolled characters on Argent Dawn, which, as you know, is a role-playing server. Yes, because it's also the server I'm on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just a coincidence, you know, that we joined <laughs> that one. I will totally need explanation for this, because, again, I have no idea. Yeah, and that's totally fine. Just, you know, you can <laughs> ask anything. <laughs> enlighten me. What are you talking about? <clears throat> so, RP and World of Warcraft is um you know a lot it is already a role-playing game so you already assume a role but i would say that um with this you basically create your character with the thought i am going to play that character as well as in character so for instance back in the day i rolled a uh, a knight of druid on a roleplay server and I thought, okay, well, I need to know a little bit about night elves and I need to know a little bit about the druids with their backgrounds. Because if other people in-game ask you questions, you will have to answer it as how your character would answer uh-huh. it. So it's basically almost like playing Dungeons and Dragons, but then inside of World of Warcraft. So um, that's really the small bit of it. Um, so my thing would always be when you create a character... And it's your very first character, and you know absolutely nothing about the lore, go human. Because that's <laughs> just easier. It is so much easier just to play a human, just because they are a bit closer to what we are. Um, and you can learn along the way when it comes to lore. I, I don't even think that people should know everything, because I think you're making it extra hard for yourself. Uh, but if you want to play one of the other races, I will always go, well, go to a WoW wiki or something, um, and just which is like a Wikipedia page just for WoW players, and just read up about that race, read up a little bit about the timeline we're in, just so you can say, oh yeah, well, I'm this old, I was here when this happened, you know, with the big events, and this is how my character would respond to it. That's really it. Uh, so- and then you just have to come up with a personality. So you basically walk around on the server and then you meet people and you start a conversation with them. You could. Yeah, you could. You don't have to. And you don't always have to walk. Because <laughs> a lot of people think, I'm on the roleplay server and I have to walk everywhere. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't have to do that at all. Um, but there are certain... I wouldn't say rules, but there is an etiquette on the roleplay server. Which really makes people feel a little bit like, oh, I have to... No, no, you can do what you want. But if you want to, and I use quotation marks here, seriously, RP, you will get more people if you abide by certain rules or certain etiquette. And that's really it. Do you want to let us know what, (laughs) like all of that etiquette, but like just a few things, you know, for... Yeah, I think... (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm, I'm very much of like RP how you want to. Um, because it's your your fifteen dollars or fifteen pounds you pay whatever you play that game it's your game. Just have it in the back of your mind that if you say or do certain things, other people might not go with you into the role play. So <clears throat> if you want to be taken sort of ser- uh, serious, make sure that for yourself I would have a role play background add on, uh, which is TRP. That's the one that I use, Total Roleplay 3. Just because it's it's easier, because you can type in your background, you can read other people's backgrounds. It gives you little prompts. So, uh, because, you know, walking up to a person, no one, like, in our, our real life, unless you work for, like, a shop or something, has, like, hello, my name is... You know, no one has that. So you can't walk up to a character and go, hey, uh, McFarty Pants, or whatever, <laughs> you know? 
No, you don't know that. (laughs) Yeah, that's also kind of like a no-no on RP servers. Don't roll a a silly name. What? What? (laughs) Well, you can, but it will be your nickname. (laughs) Not for me, then. (laughs) Try to have a sort of serious name. Um, So that's one of the things. You know, make make sure that if you have that background, it's just easier to to pick out the other role players because everyone has that tag. Um, so you don't know people's names, so don't name them like that. Just be polite in what you, how you would talk to other people, unless you play an asshole character, of course. But yeah, that, it's it's a little bit. I would always go with the the normal friendly character. Don't, and this is a big one. Don't god emote, and that means. For instance, if you say, oh, I walk up to this person in an emote and I'm hitting you in the face. Uh-uh. <laughs> you can say, I attempt to hit you in the face because that person might just go, oh, fuck off. I'm not going to let anyone hit me. So, you know, they might, you might get ignored. But if you try it and the person actually goes, yeah, okay, let's, let's see. Some people do it with um, a roll resolution. So they would roll something and see, just like the D&D. You know, will the the hit land or not? Um, they might emote back, oh, dodges your blow and uh, tries to hit you back. Or says, yeah, it hits me square in the face and something like that. So don't don't put people in a role that, that something will happen to their character because not everyone will appreciate that. I've seen people say, oh, yeah, and then I killed your character. Just think of it when you played, when you were a kid and you'd play like robbers and, uh, you know, no one, cops and robbers, no one goes, yeah, they killed your character. Okay, thanks. That's the end of the game then. No one, (laughs) no one appreciates that. So So you're basically saying you need consent in game as well. Yeah. Everything you do. (laughs) Really? Yes, absolutely. Um, So that is one of the big things. Don't, don't make people do things that they don't want to do. Um, yeah, I noticed in the TRP add-on when I was looking through it last night that there is a section that you can actually uh, express your consent for like mm-hmm. character deaths and character assaults and and like what what kind of behavior you would accept from somebody else. Yes, and I thought that that was cool that you could automatically like show your consent without yeah. somebody having to like whisper you or something. Be like, kind of want to roll this with you. What do you think? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, at least it gives you a little bit of a guideline of can I, can I, you know, try to do something to this character that might be perceived as violent or something like that, or are they up for for like a brawl or not? Mm-hmm. Um, and just make sure what you do with say and yell. Anything in say or yell has to well has to be in character because again, if you just yell or say things that are um, out of character, so OOC then people will not really take you serious as a role player. I've seen people do it as well um, with the... What's the column? They use the columns, the semi-columns, I think, to type something. That's what I used to do when I was just starting out, just so that people went like, okay, this is out of character. Um, And then when you just say something normally, that's in character. So just watch out with what you say. Um, Most of the people who talk in character whisper each other, or out of character whisper each other. And then when it's just normal slash S, that's what your character would say. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. We've been, uh, I noticed Tom actually did the, in the brackets, the OOC and like said something to Marty today um, while we were playing. I said, it's cool. Takes me back to my, like my Harry Potter text-based role-playing game or days, like when we would write and then make little notes at the bottom saying like, this is an out of character note and (laughs) saying something about the scenario. Yeah, that's that's basically how it works. Or, you know, like when you are in a D&D party and you would say something in character, that's what you do. And then out of character, you just discuss, okay, this is this is what's happening. So you just make sure that it doesn't get too cluttered um, with chats. And that's why it works so well with having either a party chat or a whisper chat. That's And you just decide, okay, what's in character, what's out of character. Um, and I've uh, those are the big ones. I would say if... if Again, with your character background, it's your money. But personally, I would always stay away from saying that, for instance, you're the illegit- like you're the illegal child or illegitimate child of Jaina and uh, Varian, or you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't give yourself like uh, don't be a relative 
of anyone that is like a big NPC name in game. You can do it with NPCs that don't mean that much, like shop vendors or something. But honestly, I would not say that you are tied to a big lore character um, whatsoever. You might have been able to serve in their army back in the day. That's fine. But don't make yourself a relative. Um, I've seen the the back before Kalia came back into the game. I've seen many of uh, Arvis's sisters running around in Goldshire. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's and you know, watch out with your race because again, with certain add-ons, you can actually say that you're a different race than what you're playing, which uh, is very much a fan under the dragon RPers in the community. And mm. of course, you know, Blizzard has helped that a lot with with seeing. Um, elven models, for instance, for the red dragon flight or the blue dragon flight, or so you have some people who say, "Is a director? Uh, is a is a dragon in character? Or is a um, what have I seen? Half cat person? Half <sighs> yeah? Okay. Watch out with that. That's that's all I would say. Just watch out a little bit with that because some I people can totally see like the half like, like the dragons because like the a lot of the dragons have human forms. Yeah. So I, I can I can see that as a thing, but not seeing a half cat. No, some I, yeah, I guess some people are just very um, experimental, if that's the word. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I like people's creativity, and again, it's your money. But yeah, personally, I don't take RPs that serious that play like half demons or half yeah, even dragons. I'm a little bit like hmm, okay, you could be a power player. So. Mm. I tend to stick to anyone who... Half-elves, I'm okay with. I'm okay with that, because that's all the D&D stuff, and we've had that in World of Warcraft, so that's fine with me. But I would watch out with that. Um, and those are the big ones. I would say that is really the big thing. Okay. I have a question for you from a personal story. Mm-hmm. Um, I rolled a character uh, probably last year, year before, on Argent Dawn, um, just... I wasn't role-playing. I didn't know much about it. I just wanted to try a new server. And I was in, like, the Dwarven city, and this... Was it a... A Draenei and a gnome came up to me. And mm-hmm. the gnome was, like, wearing a bikini and started, like, <laughs> dancing and grinding up on my character. And then were asking for, like, in-game money and stuff. And I was like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on? <laughs> uh it happens. <laughs> it happens. Um, yeah, it's not the best way to get into into RP if that's your first experience. But there are players like that. I mean, I, you know, I know that humans start off in Goldshire. Honestly, I would avoid Goldshire until you're ready for that kind of stuff. I have heard. <laughs> yeah, for those that don't know, Goldshire is the erotic roleplay hub. Um, if you have your add-on, you will see a lot of stuff there that you probably don't want to see. And that's why I'm, I'm like, if you don't want to be confronted with any of that, try to avoid it. Unfortunately, there's a lot of quest NPCs in there, so you still have to jump in really quickly. But um, yeah, it's one of those areas. It happens. I don't know why people do it. I think, um, I, like I said, you know, RP servers are open to anyone. And I think a lot of non-RPers are on there as well. Which is fine. I have nothing against that, but you will get people who troll our peers mm. or try to make you feel uncomfortable. So the best thing you can do is just ignore them. Just slash ignore if you see that. Yeah. Maybe that's what I'll do next time. Yeah, if <laughs> so that maybe happens next, next time, I'll be a little bit more prepared. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you know the day, and you know, I think if you've, if you've seen it a lot, you could always role play something about, you know, yeah, but I'm poor. I have nothing. You've already done it now. Or <laughs> so it's, it's just tr- trying to go with the flow. But I can understand that some people find it very, very shocking when that happens to them. Um, I had one friend who rolled on an RP server and then he thought that people were RPing with him and he hid behind a tree only to find out that it was actually NPCs just talking to each other. And he had no idea that those were... (laughs) So that was really funny. That made me laugh a lot. But don't, you know, don't feel threatened by it. People might actually walk up to you and do... Try to get you involved with RP. uh, Nice RP. But don't feel too threatened. Um, You know, you can always say in, in a whisper, I'm really sorry, I'm new. Uh, so I'm sorry if I make any mistakes. Any nice role players out there will help you. Okay. 
No, that's cool. No, I, I wasn't like angry or anything. I was just kind of like, okay, this is <laughs> happening. This is, well, I didn't quite expect this, but okay. <laughs> it's still very tame for what I'm seeing. True. I, I guess there is a lot of kinky stuff going on as well. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's we an understatement. We were playing like Harry Potter and it got pretty kinky. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, all I'm going to say is there is a lot of Draenei and there is a lot of Worgen in uh, in Goldshire. It, it's very interesting at times. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it about the role-playing aspect of Warcraft that you love? It's the immersion for me. Um, knowing, because for me, I started, I started on a normal PvE server until I discovered this whole community. And then I transferred to a role-play PvP server. Because for me, it was like, it's not just roleplay. It's also the fact that you could get killed. So you have to be like extra aware of what's going on like around you. And especially when there's like a big um, gank patrol in like Stranglethornville. Yeah, that's that becomes like almost epic when you're in a, on a roleplay part of a server. Uh, so it's, it's the immersion of getting into character thinking, okay, so what would my character do with certain things? And, and people start talking to you in character and it makes you, I would almost say just stand still and smell the roses for a little bit <laughs> before just going to your next quest mob. Um, it just gives that li- little bit of extra debt to um, to the game. So that's that's okay. really why, why I enjoy it so much. That makes sense. Um, I've been, well, Tom and I have been talking on and off for a good few months about rolling on an RP server just to try it. Um, and there's there's a lot that we that attracted us to it, um, mm-hmm. and the immersion was definitely one thing. But it also seems like from an outside perspective that people have a or our peers have a much different view of the game, um, and it's almost like a game within a game, and it's just more. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, we like we've only played our, our new characters for a handful of hours, maybe like four or five, and already we're like this is this is awesome. <laughs> it, there's a different atmosphere I think also because you don't see as many people on the server running around with with names that are you know could be funny because um you know god knows I've had funny names on, on pve servers but it's just you feel that there's how do I say it it just feels like the game is more alive and actually like a breathing entity on roleplay servers. And people are so into the lore, you can see, you know, that's the one place where I will keep trade chat open. Not because it's always that great, it's not. <laughs> but, but you can, you know, people are discussing lore and they are setting up things for RP events. There's just something extra that happens there. So yeah, I, I just prefer RP servers, um, but it, it comes with a bit of a stigma. I'm I'm very well aware of that. That you you get the label of role player, and either people think you're a freak or uh, you're one of those Goldshire uh, RPers, or <laughs> or you know they just think you're 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 strange, or all you do is slash walk and you walk to all, <laughs> all your quests. That's what people think, um, and I'm sure there are people out there on roleplay servers who do that, but. I personally have not ever slash walked just to all my quests. I have stuff to do, you know. <laughs> I need to to get my experience and level up quickly. So no. <laughs> Tom originally, like, was it two years ago? He started doing a, a YouTube series called <laughs> The Adventures of Herfel, where he made a priest and he was like, "I'm keeping him at level <laughs> one the entire time. I'm walking everywhere. He's a pacifist. He doesn't have any shoes. He's no money." And he was like really committed to this character. Um, Marty and I joined him at one point and it was a lot of fun. Um, it just, it was a really random character and we walked everywhere. Cause Herfel was just like, I don't, I don't, I don't have a mount. I, I have bare feet and I'm walking everywhere. Uh, I, if you stay in character like that, I, I commend anyone who does that. I could not do that. Um, I, I will join RP events. And then I do the walking. But anything that I have to do in game, I'm like, no, I'm running or flying. <laughs> Whatever is easiest. So when you oh, say sure. role play events, are those events that the community themselves create? Or is that something that comes from the game itself? No, that's something that the community creates. Um, I guess with the new uh, in-game calendar stuff, we do have some events, but it's never really 
put forward towards the roleplay aspect of the game. But you could use them. Uh, I'm sure you could use some of those events for roleplay. Um, but personally, <clears throat> most of it comes from the community. And a lot of people have Discord for that now. There are roleplay um, uh, communities for that. Or you could use the, um, the cesspool that is the official forums. <laughs> So there, there is, forums. yeah, the scary forums. There is stuff to to find your events, um, guilds. Most of, unfortunately, most of the time, a lot of RP events are within guilds now. Um, but I have not seen a guild actively refuse anyone from outside to join. So sometimes you know you see a guild do something in Ogremar. As a bystander, you might see that and you might walk up. And you just, you know, if you interact with them, I can't see them blanking you unless you're being a bit of a twat. <laughs> that, <laughs> then it's different. But um, yeah, so, you know, it, it's most of the time you see a lot of walk-up RP still, especially in Stormwind and Ogrimmar. Okay, well, that's cool. Um, and do you incorporate your role-playing part of your Warcraft experience? Do you, would you podcast about that as well? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, more about what's happened, because I've, I've been toying with the idea to um, to maybe make an RP segment, but I'm also very aware that not everyone wants to hear about those things. Um, it's easier just to hear what you've done in-game, but I will tell about certain events I've witnessed. Um, like last week I saw, I logged in on my troll in Ogrimmar, because um, I love my trolls, and uh, <laughs> and I just, I, I saw this troll against not bunged against a post but he you know he was pushing his character against a, a big uh, pole and there was this group of, of other characters around him saying stuff and saying oh you can throw rotten fruit at him make him you know punish him humiliate him and i was like okay what's going on <laughs> so you know you talk to to the other characters and go what's happening what's you know what has he done and you get into that kind of rp just a public uh, flogging basically was happening because he did something that he shouldn't have been doing. And it's that just pulls you into the game immediately. Like, okay, <laughs> we're doing this. All right. Um, and then it's up to you, you know, if you want to stay there or if you were like, okay, this is not for me. I'm walking away now. Um, but it, it gives you an opportunity as a role player to start talking to other people who might be looking or talking amongst themselves like, well, I'm, this is a bit barbaric or... You know, you have the blood elves going. This is really barbaric. Why? Why is this happening? And you just talk to people. So, I, I would say something like that on the podcast. Like, ah, oh, well, this happened, and um, but I wouldn't really dive into it too much. Just again, because some people they just don't want to know. They they're just like, I just want to know what you play in the game, or what you're doing, and that's it. They don't need my entire character background. <laughs> Fair enough. I, I think it'd be interesting, though, like, if, if you're into the role-playing aspect of Warcraft, it would be interesting to hear, like, a podcast about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I've been toying with some of the ideas, because some of the, the story writing, I used to actually write, uh, back in my, my, um, my RPPVP guild, I used to write on the forums uh, stories from, from my character's point of view about certain events, and like when we downed Ragnaros for the first time, I wrote an in-character um, event uh, story about what we did in Molten Core. And, you know, it, I noticed that people like seeing their character's name. So you would say, oh, this character A is was doing this and this and this. We were all waiting patiently until, you know, and we could already feel the flames of whatever. It just gives it a little bit of extra. So I do like writing the story side um, of it all. And I might I might put it in the podcast in the future. Um, it depends a little bit. It depends. Because, you know, like I said, it, it's finding that balance that people don't go like, this is really shitty acting. Or this is really... <laughs> this is actually really interesting to, to listen to. It's, it's finding that balance. How do so. you go with... Is it general the role-playing community a safe community or do you experience a lot of bullying in-game as well in a certain to a certain degree or harassment or something? Is that something you experienced or it's I would say it's the same as on any other server. I know that people will say, oh, it's it's worse on roleplay servers because there's more creeps. That might well be the case. Um, but I have not experienced the difference from a normal server 
as from a roleplay server. Um, I think with anything, you have to be very aware of your own safety mm. and who you're roleplaying with. Um, like, I want to make, make this clear that I don't have anything against ERPers. Do whatever makes you happy, but <laughs> make also be very aware that you don't know who's on the other side of the line. Um, that person might be 12 years old. Mm. So, you know... So when you say ERP is a role to grow role play? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, I think people need to be very aware of that. And also, if you do decide, you know, you know that person and you're like, oh, I want to do this in game with that person. That's fine. Go ahead. But do it in a party chat so that no one else sees your, your mm. emotes and everything else. Just because, again, there are kids playing this game. So... It's it's a little... I just think it's common decency, you know? That's oh, really it. Sure. Yeah, but again, if, if that's what you want to do... But I've... Unfortunately, I have seen the, the harassment of girls in-game um, by guys who, you know... Sometimes people get really invested in certain roleplay characters and relationships. And... Like with anything, it could turn really sour. <laughs> mm. And unfortunately, that can happen. So with anything, I would always say just be very careful with what you do and what you reveal of yourself online. Because um, you never know. You never know who you're talking to on the other side of the line. That's true. <laughs> that's very true. And that's uh, really good that you've made that clarification um, and statement, both about women and about children being on role-playing servers. Because... Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's there's some scary scary stuff out there. Um, yeah, what would you say would be the ratio of men to women on a role playing server? Like, is there one that clearly dominates, or would you say it's more balanced? I I would dare say it's very balanced because I know a lot of girls who I've met through through the role play community, like loads. I think there are more girls out there than people realize. But again, I think a lot of girls are keeping quiet for their own safety. Hmm. Which which is a bit sad in a way. Um, but I can I can speak from my own experience that I've known a girl from one of my previous guilds. I didn't know she was a girl. She she role played a guy and she was leading the PvP team. Never was on voice comms because she wanted to be taken serious as a PvP leader. And she said I would not be taken serious if they heard heard I was a girl. Um, so she, she just didn't didn't say she was a girl and i think there's the running joke uh in in world of warcraft that everyone out there is a girl a guy in real life um when they say they're a girl <laughs> so you know i i i'm not the kind of person who would go you know you see it sometimes in a party chat when you group up with dungeons that people go oh dude can you i would never be the the person who says actually i'm a girl mm. because for me that adds nothing it doesn't add anything. Um, whereas I know that some people really go against it and go like, actually, I'm a girl. Um, how, how can you, I'm not a guy. Why do you assume? No, it doesn't, doesn't phase me. I, I call everyone dude in game as well. Um, just out of ease. But, um, yeah, I, I think there are a lot of girls in game who just keep quiet. And I think they have every right to, to do that. If that keeps them a little bit of sense of security, go for it. I've heard too many, many stories of girls who get stalked. Not just girls. I, I know that there's a fair share of guys who get stalked as well. <laughs> um, so I think for everyone's safety, you know, just reveal as much or as little as you feel comfortable with. Yeah, that's one of the nice things about online is that you do have that option of an anonym anonymity. Anonymity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was really hard to say. <laughs> um, and like you don't have to reveal who you are in real life. Which is, it, it can be a blessing because you can be whoever you want to be, especially on an RP server. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, with anything, if, if a person makes you feel uncomfortable, just slash ignore and slash block them. Mm -hmm. Just make sure that that person can't contact you anymore. It's as simple as that. The only thing I'm just, I don't know if it's worried or it's some somehow it feels a bit like a landmine for me where you... Because there are both boys and girls uh, um, playing uh, role play both at the same mm -hmm. time, and as you say, it's not highly. It, it, it also cannot be really moderated from outside, right? So it needs to be 
moderated within the community basically and you never know who you meet and how your behavior can trigger other people also in game mm-hmm. so it's, can let's say um, you as amanda you walk on you go on a server and you you suddenly <laughs> meet someone who's hardcore trying to sexy dance with you and you had a really bad experience in real life that might trigger you so that's kind of a land a, a minefield not a landmine a minefield for people i guess mm-hmm. because there is no pre-filter that no uh, there kinda? i think you have to really be aware that if you roll on the on the roleplay server but that could also happen on a non-roleplay yeah. server because people can still say something in group mm. to you. I mean, how many times haven't we had it in any game or anything that you do online that someone finds out that True. you are a real girl <laughs> and you get like, they slide into your DMs with all sorts of pictures <laughs> and it's like, I didn't ask for this. <laughs> you know, so it's, unfortunately, that's that's the state of the internet that yeah. it can happen. Um, the good thing is though, and, and I can say this from from experience from a girl that i know if you do get harassed constantly you can actually petition a ticket to world of uh, to blizzard mm-hmm. and they will look at that conversation and they will ban people who cross that line too much but the unfortunate thing is that yeah you might get confronted with it at first yeah yeah that is true but it's good that they do have a strong standpoint on that and that they will take action yeah. when yeah. there's you know that kind of bullshit going on on a regular basis. Yeah, absolutely. Now they they, I'd like to believe that they are still on it. Mm. Um, I've I've heard from several girls that they've had people blocked completely by Blizzard. Um, you know, suspending their accounts uh, again. It, these people really want to harass you. They will find a way. Yeah. Um, and again, unfortunately, that is the way of the internet. Said. Yeah, and that, that's one of the things why I'm, I'm like, be very careful with, with what you reveal about yourself. Don't go throwing your Twitter, your your Facebook, uh, all your personal details. I would even, I mean, me personally, I am very hesitant with even going on VoiceCom for anything because I don't need to be told immediately, oh, it's a real girl, uh, go make me a sandwich. You know, I don't need that. <laughs> I'm almost 40. Come on, I have other things to do than make sandwiches. So. Asshole also. <laughs> but yeah. you get you get your, you know, you get your prebucent teens who find that funny. But you have maybe like a handful of guys who, or even girls who are like that. And then you have a very large chunk of the community who doesn't accept that kind of bullshit. But... Yeah, it's unfortunately it is the nature of the beast, and I I just always warn with anything that you do, just be careful and just make sure that you you cover certain things. Not everyone needs to know everything. Definitely. What advice would you give a young geek girl interested in role playing? Um, not necessarily on Warcraft, but well, we can talk specifically about Warcraft. Um, what what advice would you give them on how they should get started? Um. Besides the whole, be careful about anything that you say out there. Um, so keep your 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 out of character information very close to your own chest. No one needs to know anything. Don't let anyone ever tell you. Don't get blackmailed into saying things that you don't want to say. Don't do anything that you don't want to do. Um, that's my my biggest thing. Don't get pushed into that. Like in real life, don't get pushed into anything that you don't want to do or don't want to say. That first thing. And if you, you're like, okay, I can, I want to do this. Um, read up on, on some of the background of the, the characters and the races. So pick a race that you're like, okay, this is something that I would like. If you want to play a night elf, go for it. You know, if you want to have a more challenging race than a human, go for it, but read up a little bit. So just go onto WoW Wiki or, Pick up one of the Warcraft books that features those races just to get a bit of a feel of, of the flavor of that, of that race. Think about the class that you roll. And, you know, um, like with D&D, how would a, a rogue uh, react to that? And just because you're a rogue doesn't mean you can't be something else. So you might be more like a thief or an assassin or a mercenary. I play a rogue and she's, um, I play her very much like Deadpool. So she, I call it a merc <laughs> with the mouth, you know, cause she has a mouth and <laughs> she's just mm-hmm. very, very like, she, she's just full of sass. That's how I play her. Um, so you are very free with how you create your character. Think of 
personality traits. If you want some fun, something that's very easy, play something that's almost like yourself. So just to, to come up with. Um, don't go for very complex characters immediately. <laughs> just go for the basics. You know, how would are they funny? Uh, do they have a sense of humor? Are they sarcastic? Um, just small things like that. And then just start thinking, okay, well, where were they born? How old are they? Um, are there certain personality traits that I can that could get them into trouble or not? And what sort of people would they talk to? I've seen a lot of people who roleplay just common um, commoners. So yeah, okay, you roll paladin in the game, but you don't have to play paladin. You could just be a, a shopkeeper, you know? <laughs> so it, it's really what you want to do with your character. So that would be the first thing. And then once you have a bit of a concept of your character, either get an add-on so you can start filling some stuff in so that people can read it. And total roleplay for is actually, or my roleplay, one of the two, they're really easy to set up. Just download it, you install it, you fill it in on your character. And every time you click on someone else's portrait, you will see that pop up. So you can read a bit of their background. So maybe for inspiration, read their backgrounds. Uh, it might help to give you a little bit of inspiration. Never copy someone's... In <laughs> Don't do that. Don't just copy. Get inspiration. <laughs> um, what else? And then if you see someone who says, I'm up for walk-up roleplay, go for it. Go to that person, whisper them and just say, sorry, I'm new. Sorry if I make mistakes. Feel free to, to tell me <laughs> if I made a mistake. And But a lot of people will go, no, that's fine. We'll, we'll just, you know, and you start talking back and forth and just see how it goes. If something didn't really go how you wanted it to, make a note of that in your, in your mind and go, okay, well, next time I'll just probably go like this. Be very aware that you won't be friends with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> like with anything, there will be characters that clash. And... That's fine, but you can make some amazing friendships when you roleplay. I've met some of my, my vast friends that I still have contact with after like 15 years just because of the RP community. So, you know, just start off small. You don't have to have like a, an immediately lore background for your character. <laughs> you can make it as simple as possible for yourself. That's good advice. And I'm taking a lot of that to heart as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Even you to all the RP hubs when we're when oh, we're in Art and Dawn. <laughs> I am excited. Yeah, I'm like Marty and Tom have filled out their bios, and I'm like, yeah, hi. <laughs> yeah, I've got nothing. Yeah, that's not so, a problem. I'll help you with that. Yeah, no, I'm gonna steal the uh, what? What's it called? The Chronicles Volume One <laughs> after this, and have a wee read all about the what I what I can learn. Yeah, so. it, it will help. It will absolutely help. It'll be good. It'll be cool. So well, was there anything else you wanted to talk about on the show today? Um, No, I think I've talked like loads of it. <laughs> <laughs> Super interesting then, aspect that I had no idea of. I know, and it's not just, I, I can tell you this now, this is not just in World of Warcraft. It's in many of the MMOs mm -hmm. that there are large RP communities, um, even on servers that are not flagged as RP. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, Final Fantasy, I would still go to the forums and check out mm. where is the RP community in here. <laughs> yeah. Is the RP server enough to bring you to Warcraft, Monica? Sorry, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was torn between being polite, but you should not lie. No. <laughs> said to, honest. Thumper and Bambi said, you, if you have nothing else to say, just be not, whatever. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> No problem. So where can our listeners find you on the internet? Yes, I'm on a Twitter. You can find my personal email, uh, my personal Twitter on McMonkeys with a Z. Uh, I just quickly have to scroll where my other stuff is because I'm so bad at remembering everything. <laughs> um, I'm just going to my, my own shoutouts. Um, the podcast you can find also on Twitter, whispers underscore of underscore war or whispersofwar.podbean.com or of course on the Dragon Powered Studios website. And that's really it. That's where you can find me. Or, you know, if you want to see me on Twitch in the future, swear my head off um, <laughs> when I'm PvPing on an RP PvP server, you can go to twitch.tv slash mcmonkeys with two Zs. That's me. Nice. And we'll put all that information in the show notes as well. Awesome. So thanks for being our guest today again. Our first, second guest. That's basically <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Thank you for, for having this, you know, first spot. <laughs> yeah. It was a really cool spot. Thank you. 
are all the firsts for us still. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm what gonna to leave say it like this. Like, uh, like that was a wee bit dirty, and I'm just gonna leave it. Yeah. Cool. Cool. <laughs> so. If you want to join our Discord listeners and also enjoy all the goodness that that is still up there, you can find us at geekhearing.com forward slash Discord. And we see each other again next week or here, I guess. Yep. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. If you like this episode of Geek Caring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geek Caring and over on geekhearing.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.